subject to bacon. Because they don't do sausage in there. You get bowels of bean and all Oh, I won't shop. Not McDonald's? I won't shop. Oh, I hate McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> but I was literally joking, but I appreciate it. No, that's all right, because I thought, well, I'm fucking 10 minutes early, so I can take it. I'm thinking, where the fuck's, it's a fucking, where the fuck's the Nash girl? It's a fucking Christmas party. Oh, all right, right. She's over at Merry Christmas party. Jeez, thank you. Yeah. Pretty cars cringe as I roll in, bumpers rattling, dust rising, that undercarriage thud announces Nasher on her way as I seek once more to park a little away. Just off to the side, and no, not to hide, more to provide, general space for bedazzled trinkets and gleaming behemoths, nor would I deny those making purists turn squeamish. But I mark your, your forgiveness being called for right here, I do carry concern, I do harbour fear that of occasion and at times crowds will shift from your show with thoughts of what was that and where did it go as they search out that fat girl rolled in before to ask what the fuck is it as I climb out the door. Yeah, old Nasher. An ode to Nasher. And a bit of a patina shout out I guess, you know, for the old grotty car trying to park off to the side and bringing attention. Yeah. So. When did you pen that one mate? Oh, pretty much post patina breakdown. Just yeah. sitting around doing a bit of a recap, but I saw that photo that Barney sent me the photo across where there's just a cloud of dust following no. that. There's a troll one in there. And I thought, bloody hell, it's a bit of an homage to the uh, four and a half inches strip of gravel that's missing in my doorway looking from the old dump pipe life, <laughs> dump, pipe, dump pipe life. Oh, Scotty's found a way to pull up all the mags. Yes, well, uh, on that, we're at episode 59 and we're going to do a bit of a... 2023 uh, recap, I suppose. Yeah, you know, that's what we discussed doing. Got right? some um, top picks of the year, I guess, I suppose you could say. Our, our own uh, never late picks and car yeah, of the year. A few favourites, few, few good favorites. Yeah. Um General business, what have we got here? Thanks to all. So, yeah, thanks to everyone who's stuck with us this year. Absolutely. Uh, we passed 25,000 downloads, which was, um, I don't know, I don't know how long it takes usually for podcasts to hit 25,000 downloads, but yeah, you know, probably uh, a day for Rogan. A day for Rogan. A, a day, probably uh, <laughs> probably five, second. five minutes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was pretty cool to see that tick over. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, uh, whatever. We got air. Synchronicities are still real in the world because our episode 58 <laughs> had a little bonus chat with Leanne on the end of it. And it came out on New Magazine Day when the New Magazine didn't hit the shelves. But Leanne's the Iron Maiden in the New oh, Magazine. Yeah. Yep, yep. So at the same time, the magazine was going to come back. She'd come out. She could at least jump onto our podcast and have a listen to our little chat down at Custom Craft Car Show. Yeah. There was, um, I remember going through last year all the the different countries that people are listening to. There seems to be a few more this year. Uh, England, Scotland, Wales. Yep. Vanuatu, South Africa, South Africa. Uh, I am not the brawn. Shout out to all our South African listeners. <laughs> Saudi Arabia, Russia, Romania and Poland seem to be fresh yeah. ones this year. So yeah, there you anyway. go. 
greetings to all our international uh, international listeners mm-hmm. and thanks for tuning in. Hopefully we make some kind of sense. Growing our presence in the Eastern Bloc. A big thanks to, uh, well, hopefully I've got everyone, all our guests. I've got our residents, Evelyn, Jamie, Dale and Rusty. Josh. Absolutely. Uh, they're, the, uh, they're the staples. Uh, then we, we've got Scott Kenny, yep. Bonnie Arnell, Jacker, Jack Hullahan, yep, Lee Bailey, Ian Deacon, Simo, of course, Talfo, Brett Abraham, Sandra Horn, a uh, bit of a local legend, Daryl from Truck Spotting Ararat, Nathan and Mike from Hack Shop. I don't mm-hmm. think I've. No, I, I, can't, I can't see anyone else. And then, of course, all your. All my roaming Moses. Roaming Moses. So which... we've spoken to a few people. Uh, absolutely. In the past 12 months. Yeah, I'll probably want to do a bit of a, re- a bit of a thanks and praises to the Roaming Moses thing because it's separate to us and for everyone that's tuned in and giving them a listen. It's even got its own freaking intro and title now. Oh, we might have to add a, a, a separate podcast, put it to an armchair expert umbrella. Yeah, no. The, um, I don't know whether the I Nash actually... sounding good in the, in the opening theme. Yeah, no. I wonder I if I can do that actually on, um, on Fireside. Put them up with their own little... Put it up as a separate thing. I don't know. I have to have a look. I'll look yeah. on Fireside. That'd be interesting. Be interesting to do because I still want to just continue to grow it. And now I'm getting, um, what was it, Greg Parsons with the Monaros reached across and said he's really enjoying the, the Roaming Moses and uh, the Never Late podcast, still the only podcast t shirt he owns. <laughs> yeah, right, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, thanks to all, all our guests. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, the guests really make the, make the show. So, yeah, well, that's it. And I want to sort of, um, when we were talking about Michael and Nathan, but yeah, shout out to the crew from Bloody Hack Shop Garage for uh, entertaining this bloke on that Sunday at Heathcote with mm. uh, X, and, Y, and not. Mackie. With, yeah, Mackie. And it's funny too, because, you know, you knew who Mackie was. I meet him in a car show in Bayswater. Got mm. no idea really who he is. <laughs> Get to know him afterwards. But that day, that was the day he put his Never Late sticker on Bloody Patsy as mm. well. Yeah, so, it's, I think, um, Oh, had had I had nothing on that day, I probably would have gone up. But yeah, yeah. I think I need to have a have a go at one of them, uh, one of those events. Yeah, well, as I say, as they say, if anyone hasn't seen the latest hack shop, or and, uh, and, XY, and why XY. not? But uh, probably more the hack shop garage. Then you know they're, they're they're actually saying you know take your slow car racing because yeah. it's just shitload of fun, shitload of fun. So yeah, I think I need to do it. Yeah, you know, there's a little nineties Corolla out there that was faster than me. You know, it's funny. Like I saw the daily and. <laughs> I saw the Camry there, the uh, the old the old shape. Uh, I think Gen two or three. Yeah, the stripped out <laughs> Gen two or three Camry. Uh, I can tell that was a V six Camry. Yeah. Now those things absolutely fly. Yeah. I had previous selling quite a few of them back at Toyota, and w- when I first started at Toyota, they um, I'm not sure how many they made, but they made uh, I think it was a GTP something. Yeah. It was a it was that Camry that's shaped Camry. Yeah, that's still. Bit of a body kit, nice wheels, and it was a V6 manual. And oh man, the V6s sound—they're—they're they're a good sound in V6. Yeah, and they absolutely hammer. It was really cool. That V6 see power through the front wheels—they actually, there's just no, yeah, you know, there's no loss of torque, and they just—they just go. Yeah. So it was good to see that one there. And absolutely. what did run a fifth? Something I think it went 14 8 or something, yeah. You know, like again, you know, I was I wanted to run a 14 6 so people could yell it at me, yeah. You know, what did you end up getting away with? The, what was oh, your best? I stumbled off the line to a 15 30, um, and then it sort of started to nose over at the top of second gear after that, and so I sort of 
Um, I think the, yeah, the dizzy was loose and fucking advanced in its own timing. Yep. And in a world where you put a call out for a timing light and everyone's pushing buttons on a fucking touch screen mm-hmm. in 2023, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just sort of left it off at that. Just sort of the timing since then. Yeah, well, so one of the runs there, it sort of died in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I think it's light. about seven minute mark on the Hack Shop Garage video where you, that was probably its best pass and gets yeah. a decent launch and even snatches into second, which I hadn't heard the car do in the five yeah. fucking years I've owned it. So that was a bit cool. Um, big shout out to Lance and team at HPR as well because it was just a test in June and they've got one prep surface and one just for to use radial tyres and stuff oh, yeah. on. Yeah. But they actually let the boys um, line pair off against each other through the process of the day as well, yeah. which, you know, that's not what they'd scheduled to do. Yeah. But they'll just work in, you know. Yeah. No, that was really cool. Yeah, uh, no, it looked like a good, a good fun day. It's just a shame it's bloody two-hour drive away, it's, and it's not even a fun drive. It's a shit drive to get to Heathkip from yeah. here. Yeah, well, I thought I was going to bounce out of here today and head straight to the airport for the Western Highway shootout. Yeah, I had myself as a late inclusion, but, yeah, well, I'm, I've written down postponed because now they're saying yeah, Jan- New Year, January, January? T- January 20. January 20. Yeah, I reckon oh, it's right. January 20, Cage said, but we'll, we'll give updates here and keep an eye on it. But also the night of that. January 20, they're hoping to really grow that Ararat car show site. Yeah. Because the council are on board to block the streets off, you know, more cars, more action, be a good yep. thing. So, um, <clears throat> also want to um, just quickly shout out Hot Rod Custom Images and Arnie's Automotive because it's the end of the year. If you haven't got a calendar to see you through next year, recommend both of those girls to get on to. Yep. Um, and my big one was my Ballarat hamburger cart last night. Went down to meet up with Maddie DeSpirit, Simon Stapleton, Jay Ford. I rolled in, to stand there talking to Maddie. About five minutes later, young Bonnie that works there walks over, hands me my special hamburger and my bloody um, chocolate donut. And I, she said, I heard you roll in. And I said, oh, I better give you some money. No, no, you're right. Hmm. So big shout out. Always been a popular place. I think it's 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 changed mm. hands not long ago, has Yeah, I think so. It's changed hands a few times. Years, but but the, the the thing with it, it's it, it always seems to change hands, but the food doesn't seem to change. No. Like you can go down there now and yep. the burger would be almost the same as it was ten years ago. Yeah. I haven't had one there for a while. The trading special was my go to. Yeah. They still got that on the board? Yeah, trading special like still on there. Three bits of meat, three bits of cheese, yeah. bacon. Bloody it. winner for sure. Yeah, no, and I even talked to Bonnie. Just that at this stage, we're well looking at the long range weather forecast. It's not looking too good for Bonnie's street meat, but yeah, um, well, that's should that all go ahead, we are catching up down. And I think we're planning to catch up there the hamburger cart for a bit of a feed after. Yeah, after, after her show. So now it'll be good, and I think. Even the love that I get down at the hamburger cart, I guarantee a piece of that's because of Bonnie putting that Evelyn, sorry, putting on that show down there. Mm. Our dear Tracy, that Fisher. was a nice little. That was a good. That was a really good turnout, and that was sort of they were stoked. But yeah, they just like seeing this guy rolling on a Friday night too. So yeah. bought me one donut. And they put two in the bag. So um, that was about all I had. Uh, also for the drag racing uh, tragics, uh, Boxing Day HPR is looking to be pretty big. Heathcote Park on Boxing Day. Well, they do they usually have a pretty big turnout, but um, I'm just taking it by Christine's bloody recommendation from Hot Rod and Custom Images that the day will be huge. So what what is it up there? Like proper drags or is it streets? <clears throat> or? Bit of everything, I think. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up, I reckon. So, um, which I would have done this morning. Just, just on, on the drag racing, I see uh, McFlurry has finally hit the sixes. 
during the week. Yeah. Watched, watched the latest episode. Yeah, no, that was really good to see, mate. That, that uh, Jack Stan Jimmy was pretty happy with himself <laughs> last night on last night's episode. And gee whiz, that thing was booking. Even the one bit the run before it where he drove out of that wheel stand. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> fucking, it was unreal. <laughs> um, the Never Late Roundup, we sort of mentioned that we're going to try and organise something. Well, um, we're probably going to leave it till next year and working with the Hack Shop Garage Boys. Yeah. I think they were, they were hoping to get a bit of a meet done before Christmas and it's not going to happen. No, so no they got a bit They're looking in the, uh, in the new year. So once that happens, we'll organise a roundup, probably leave, maybe leave from the lake Yep. and head down to Melton. Yeah, no, Catch that. up with those boys. You know, I locked it in with the boys too that we're working with them. You just let us know the date yeah, and we'll yeah, work towards yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I've just looked up Heathcote now too while we're here, but um, Boxing Day Challenge, Tuesday 26th. Uh, Boxing Day Challenge is back this year. The event will be open to both drag cars, burnout cars. Burnouts and drag start at 12, gates are open at 9. Trophies for junior dragster, uh, street car. Race car, bike, quickest ET, fastest mile per hour, best reaction, trophies for the burnout categories, best tip-in, limiter king, driver control, best smoke, HPR choice. Uh, entries 150 or 180 on the day. Spectators are 30, spectators under 14 free, buddy pass, 25 bucks. So there you go. There you good. go. But it's unreal. Like you think about it, yeah. You know, when we did the test, yeah, you look at the hack shop garage video and it looks pretty good, but there's one funny car there and mm. yeah, it might have been 10, 12 cars. Like it cost them a lot just to fire up mm. to open the bloody gates mm. to have things like that go on. So I guess, you know. Oh, well, it's better to have something there than nothing, I guess, isn't it? Oh, God, that just had me thinking about a street machine poster. <laughs> We'd have something rather than nothing. <laughs> well... Of, that's my next on the notes. So, yeah. um, we I haven't really. Oh, well, this episode's not really about the December mag, but no, I had written down to sort of have a quick chat about it. But um, oh, firstly, I'm very happy to see me uh, BMW in there that I was speaking about yeah, last no, month. And but, you uh, no poster for the last couple of months. Yep. Um, no calendar again. No. No. And I think it was your comment that if it was, you know, a little bit more because it's got the poster or just yeah, the poster or the calendar. You know, there's that, that in the, I think in the, yeah, the readers section there, there was a comment there about the lack of poster and they said something about rising costs like, well, paper and print costs, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, the ones that are buying this magazine have been buying it for a long time. I but, think if, if they had to pay an extra couple of bucks, to get their poster, which most of them, you know, rip out, put on a wall. Yeah. I don't think people are going to. Well, I think even the other side of it, the ones that aren't buying the magazine, the kids are pulling the poster out of mm. Dad's magazine and putting it on their bedroom friggin' wall, and yeah. they're, they're going to go on to buy the magazine down the track. You know, yeah, and, the, and the calendar, like it's once a year, um, you know, Bring out the December mag and it costs 15 bucks and you get a calendar or yeah. whatever. Like, I don't know the economics behind how much it costs to print something, but you would no. have to think over the amount of magazines they're printing and selling, it, the cost could be distributed over yeah. said magazines. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, I'm not into it. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think there's ways around it. It seems like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, at the same time, there's probably stuff in the magazine that they could take out and put a poster in. Yeah. 
Well, that's a good point too. Um, but anyway, we're not in charge of the thing. And we it's just a juggling gotta, act, but just I just deal with it. But um, yeah. just uh, on the December mag, yeah. If I had to pick a car, probably yeah, either the Godzilla or the Beamer for sure. Um, there was a few ripper things in there. Um, haven't had a chance to flick through completely yet, but um, that that X that XE, um, yeah, seeing that a drag challenge, that that that's an absolute monster. But it, I do love that BMW. I reckon that is um, that's bloody fantastic. Yeah, what did I pick for um, December? Oh, yeah, I couldn't go past Ron Zeisler's um, 72 HQ. There was a, there was a, a lot of good cars. There's another one of them. You know, that, did you see that red HQ yeah. in there? Spent yeah, two, that's a bit of a redo, that one. Spent it? two decades having to sleep. See, at the same time, I'm, I'm a big fan of that black tux, the the black VK. I'm, oh, if we got it up there, Scotty, page 50. Yeah, I did see that too. Love, I love that. That that is uh, phenomenal. Um, Funny timing too, because Dave's had that SS in again. I don't know whether the photos do it justice. They're very dark again. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I like see what just, you're saying. I don't know. Hard to make the black car pop, maybe, but don't know. Anyway, that was that was another highlight for me. But yeah, certainly page twenty six, um, page twenty six and one hundred. Page one hundred is probably um, yeah. I, I love that XE. That that thing's phenomenal. Yeah, and that yeah that BMW on page hundred. I love that car. Love it. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, no, that's you, man. Absolutely love it. And I'm again. I'm just I'm just glad to see these extra builds and brands yeah. popping in. Like we've had a Porsche, we've had a Jag, and Beamer. Think, and you think if people don't realise I'm about building communities around cars, then, you know, then it doesn't matter which way you look hard. at it. That's still a fucking street machine. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But some guy who wasn't convinced that his BMW fits the bill might be inclined to. But the thing is, like that's, uh, it's a three, I think it's a, I think it's a 318. So that's like meant to have a little 1.84 cylinder. He yeah. shoehorned a BMW 4 litre, yeah. yeah. which is out of the 5 series. Yeah, no, it's, my old man had that in his 540. Yep. Have and, a look at the gap. At the, like this, that's yeah. so fucking low. Yeah. I love the wheels. People would take that yeah. muffler out. The no, stance. Wheels are awesome. No, it's just interior. a great looking car. Um, full credit to, what's his name? Lincoln. Lincoln Stevens. Full yep. credit to that build and full credit to Street Machine for putting it in the mag. Yep. Absolutely, no no arguments here at all. But uh, can you pull up page eighty eight for me, Scotty? This is the Ron Zeisler or Zeisler HQ. Yeah, it's pretty cool. New life into his Epic HQ Holden after it sat idle for how many years? Yeah, it was a little while, I think. Yeah, twenty three years, mate. Which really got me over the line. But I think it. Yeah, you can sort of tell it's a bit of a nineties build, like a lot of color coding. And, you know, I don't hate it. I love it. Yeah. I reckon it's great. But I just like how he's sort of done it back to where it was, you know, back in the day. He sort of just refreshed it rather than redone it all. Yeah, no, absolutely. And they even the just colour coding. Yeah, and got the engine running after 23 years with the fingers crossed or after 20 years. Mm. So um, part of it, yeah, soon after he finished the car, Ron's family began to grow and his priorities shifted. So he mothballed the QE for two and a, two and a bit decades. After its second show, I parked it up. Life ebbs and flows. When I showed it the first time, my wife was pregnant with our first child. I was driving a little bit, 
but then my kids came to focus. Most of my friends moved on from cars for the same reason, but it never crossed my mind to sell it. But yeah, just sitting there, 23 years, just waiting. To... I'm just not, regardless of what they're on, I'm just not a big fan of those wheels, but again, it's not my car. Yeah, you wanted to have dragway welds last time. But... I'm not a big fan of them. That's wheel style. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's good to see that 90s flavour. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm all for the colour coding and graphics would suit that car, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a cool thing. And just good to see you, you know. Again, didn't sell it on, just sat it in the corner yeah. till one day it made sense. Good stance too. Sits really well. Yeah, well, even one of his mates, I think it was, I saw a part where he said, I think it's about time, and they just sort of started hooking in and got it back. So, mm. no, nah, good on him. You but remember yeah, you looking at it at Motorix? No. No, me neither. No, I don't. No. That's no. all I had for the December mag. It was just, yeah, comment on the, the poster and no calendar again. But yeah, if, um, if I went down. It'd be interested to see what happens <clears> with the poster thing. I'd, I don't know. But. Yeah, if I went through, you sort of just. Because we I was trying to find a top pick for the year out of what I've picked. Yeah, well, I've through gone through, uh, well, I've just highlighted the Never Late Awards. Yeah. Car of the Year. So, yeah, I went through. There was a couple of months there we obviously didn't, um, we obviously didn't read through uh, Street Machine. But January, I wasn't around. I think Eve- uh, Evelyn might have done January. Yeah, I, I put down, for, and I'll just mention them as you go through, I guess, but Felbo, Siriana, um, Chevy Monza. Page 84 in the January. Jeez, you got pages. I haven't even got pages. No, it doesn't matter. I just wrote them down as Um, I was looking them up. But that was the black Chevy Monza, which kind of tugs at an old bloke's heartstring because I remember remember Chevy Monza's being cooler than Tirana's when I was a kid, you know. February, I had Nick Novak's 65 Mustang, which I think from memory is that black one with the – Real tough stance in the centre lines, I think, from memory. Yeah, I reckon so. Uh, March was Yebra. Well, hang on. I'm going to go February with you as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Ashley Lawrence with the 72 Z28. Oh, yeah. The big block one, the silver car. Yep. Yeah, that was cool. That was what I got. So, March, you got? March, I got Yebra, the uh, XF. Yeah, I put that up. Sorry, XF. Also, March magazine, if you look at page 48, you see Bruce Howie rebuilding his diff. Um in the Street Machine Drag Challenge feature, but yes. page 68, I got Carolyn Hayes LH for that one. That was the blue LH. Yep. Yes, yep. <clears throat> On to April. April, I had Nick Yasino's LC, and I can't remember which one that was, but um, I didn't. I was just going back through my notes. So I didn't have time to go yeah. find the magazines. I went the other way this that. morning. I went back through the mags, I guess, but um, yep. Ian Kelly, I had for that one, Marv, with his 64 poncho. Yep. I picked him for the April mag. Uh, May was Greg Eastlick's HQ. Yep, did see that this morning. Um, I think, is that the uh, the bluey colour one, I think? I can't remember. There's something on the numplate, I think. I can't bring these up fast yeah, enough. Yeah, no, it's all good. No, no that's, that's all right. It was no, just but... more of a refresh. Yeah, 54, I had VJ Val sedan of Mike Roycroft in the May mag. Yep. Uh, June... Uh, Peter Lewis's slash Howard Stills XC. Yep, yep. June uh, was the VF Coupe of Stelio Burbis. Yep. It's that black coupe. Uh, black July, coupe. I had the blue XB, X-Beast. Oh, and Craig McKenzie, the oh, X-Digi, yeah, yep. H-R-U. August, 
uh, Janet's Mustang, which I think was the yellow one she's had for a little while. Yeah, I remember yep. celebrating that. And I went to the HQ Prem of um, Pat Langdon. Yep. Brown one. That's September, cool. I had, I think it's Darren Benici's, that light blue XP coupe. Oh, yeah. That real yeah. nice light blue XP coupe. Yeah. And I reckon, October, I don't think we did anything. Well, I reckon you went that way in September because you knew that I was going to do Heath Vanderwood. Yeah. With the hatch. Yeah. So. Yep. And did we not do the October magazine? I don't think we did October. I think we did something else. Well, I've, I've shouted out Forged XY in that one anyway. Yep. Yeah. November, fresh selection. I had the Jag. Yeah. Well, I went for Freddie Finnegan's 68 HK GDS with the blown 555. Yep. But I don't think I picked it on the day. Yep. I just can't find the notes for it, but I've definitely given it to it in retrospect. I definitely had the Jag. Um, and then December, yeah, I've got the BMW or the XE. And, and for my, for AO's car of the year, well, the never late, <coughs> never late Smody, yeah. NL Smody, uh, I've gone for the Peter Lewis Howard Steel XC. Yeah. Absolutely ma- love that car. That makes perfect sense. Love it. Now, what I'm thinking is because we've gone magazines January through to December, we can probably pick outside of what was eligible for Smody anyway, don't we? You know, oh, yeah, I'm not even, no, not even looking at it. But look, it's one of those things where, yeah, the last couple of years everyone's had a bit of a whinge about Smody and I'm, I'm not going to have a whinge about it, but I just I, I didn't – that the Gary Myers Mustang wasn't even on the radar for me. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to yeah, – I'll give my NL, NL SMOTY <laughs> uh, to Heath, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. why not? For the hatchback. Why you know? Well, I reckon he'll be in it next year. Yeah, yeah, no, I wouldn't mind being. Yeah, we'll, we'll replay this next year when he probably, he'll probably win it, I reckon. And, you know, anyone that's been watching this space, like, you know, like when I picked the Jazzy Green, well, she's that busy, she didn't know whether anyone was voting, not voting, still mm. building her car, dragging shit around in the rain. Um, Heath just hasn't stopped driving the wheels no, off that No, I was down at uh, like, Geelong at the, at the speed, yeah. the speed trials. Yeah, so, um, uh, I wouldn't be alone in thinking that he deserves bloody special praise for that car. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to call it unless something special comes, but I reckon he's probably Smoty 2024, I reckon. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, we'll um, call it early. And just on that, if anyone does know these people that we're calling out, that we can get hold of them, we'll send them a sticker as a, as a prize if we can get hold of contact details. Yeah, so no, that's do it. reach out. Yeah, point your friends at the episode. Yeah. Um, righto, what have we got next? Um, best of the build? Yeah, I did do a best of the build. Yeah, I, I did a, go through all those. Bit of a flick through. Um, January, I had uh, Andrew Goodwin for the 64 Fairlane where he had the photo. There was a photo there of him, his dad, and his son working together on the yep. car, which made that a three-generation build on this compact, yep. which I was a big fan of that one. I went – I mean, there's there's all – as we know, there's a lot of uh, cool things getting built. Yeah. So it's sort of hard to pick, but uh, I went back to March. Uh, I think it's Jan Niver, and he's building that S-Type with the S-Type Jag yeah. with the Barra. Yeah, no, I did see that again this morning. Yeah, keen to, keen to see how that – goes that same episode's got that no that same but the um best of the builds 
or in the build had that H.J. Kingswood that's been built as the Black GDS tribute. It's got the photo of the whole front of it on fire. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, it yep. came yep. back as the Black, J- Black yep. GDS. Yep. February magazine had Mark, had the Mark One Capri of 10-year-old Hamish McKenzie yep. with the other Capri in the background, which is probably Dad's. Yep. But, yeah, so no. It's cool. funny, going through the uh, – there's a lot of Capris featured – this year, yeah, I want to think that we're going to like be reading Hamish McKenzie down the track mm, one day. I reckon, yeah, you know, like that. You know, he's the next generation that comes through and forge a path. Uh, I've got readers, readers' pride as next as. Yeah, I definitely did a page of that. I reckon. Um, again, a lot of cool readers' cars out there, but I don't know. There, there was something about this particular car back to June 2023. I think it's Matt Turner's Bronco. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. love a Bronco. Yeah. It's been on put on record before. So Matt Turner gets my Reader's Pride of the Year. Yeah, well, I'm just having a glance through mine, but Jesus, I reckon I'm probably going to put mine towards Shane Butler coming in hot in the December magazine. He's got Fuel Burn Media. Oh, yeah. That yeah. XD way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I reckon I'd, yeah, I reckon I'd, but he read his pride. I think yeah. I'd give that to Shane. Yeah, that is a cool wagon. Yeah, I mean, and that's not to ignore me. In fact, me dear mate, Rocco Nardi's there, but she's yeah. celebrated me rock star many times. Yeah. Evil yeah. TC turned up in the December. Actually, I haven't no, even got that far in December. Oh, no, hang on. Rocky, Rocco was in November. December has got Evil TC. I was going to say, Rocco was in November. Yeah. yeah. Evil TC in December. It's cool as, but. Um, but just to see Shane Butler's wagon in there from Fuel Burn Media, I reckon. Yep. That's probably mine. Sunday Sesh, well, again, Sunday Sesh is more about the photos, I think, for me, more than the car. Yeah, I think once or uh, twice I picked picked a photo because of a car. Yeah. And the rest of the time and it I've, was I've, a little more open than that. And, again, lots of Cool submissions, but I, I just couldn't go past that picture of uh, Jacker and Heath's car parked up together. I, uh, I, I, lo- I just I love that picture. I think it was Jacker that took that picture, I think, from memory. Yeah. I was, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was. But that picture, the the fox body and the and the hatch parked yeah. up next to each other. Yeah, that was perfect. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. So that's, that's a win for me. Yeah, well, I could probably just – I reckon I could shortcut it by giving it to Chato for um, – photo in April magazine which was Goms Roadster. Yep. Which just because it's been so close to that car. Is that one he just sold? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. bought some I don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah, thirty thirty seven uh Lincoln. Yep. Yeah. It's a fucking weird Lincoln Zephyr. Yeah, that's right. It's a interesting looking machine. Yeah, V12. I can imagine what he's going to do with V twelve flathead. Mm. So he's going to he's going to pay homage to that legacy and keep them keep the running gear because he initially thought about building it high end. Yeah, but yeah, probably keep that in it and put a five T five in it. And, yeah, yeah, don't know, but it's a bucket list car for it's, him. He's um, always wanted one. So. I've never seen one before. She's a it's a very um, gangster looking. Yeah, yeah. Gerald calls it a big big V dub. A what? It's a big V dub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can Look at see it from that. the back. Mm. You can really see those lines. Yeah, but yeah, no, good on him. Yeah, keen to see what he's done doing with that. Um, tough shot was bloody hard because there's so many. Yeah, well, I didn't actually. I didn't narrow down tough shot, but definitely in the uh, opening page here where the credits are. 
Yeah, that's a good. That's, that's a, good a good. Shot. That's a pretty tough shot in December, Mag. There's a rear shot of X Beast in June 23, which I I really like. And there's something about an XB, XA, XB, XC, fat bum, yeah. fat tires. I think it's a winning combo. Yeah, I think you're right. And that car is pretty damn sweet. I'm a bit of a fan of that car. So that's and like I said, I didn't go back through the book to try and get distracted by. Other, you know, other, other ones, options. I just went through my notes and, and and picked from what I'd picked. Yeah, no, I nearly got fucking buried this morning. Just trying but to yeah, Top Shop was hard to pick one. Like, there's so many. Like, you could literally go through anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was hard. But, yeah, definitely that, that X-Beast rear shot. I don't know. There's something about rear shots of cars that I probably prefer than front shots. I've even, yeah, well, one that I could bloody probably um, – I'd award be the side view of the Stelio Burbis VFL because that's oh yeah it, yes yeah. yeah remember that side yeah. view of that bloody black VFL and uh, this probably goes out to the you know a tribute to the photographers in Street Machine that um, you know that's what we're looking at at the at the end of the day and they they all do a, a, a pretty stellar job so it, it does make it hard. Um, not to say all our tough shots were taken from the features. There was a lot of tough shots just from. You know, yeah. action shots and that. Yeah, I've well, got, got the bricklayer down there, I've got to mention for one, in the yeah. H wagon. But, and cars like that will always, you know, pull you towards that tough shot. If it's mm. something you've known the history of, to see it out there, staunch. Mm. So, yeah, it's. And apart from that, is there anything else I'm missing? Um, I think that was it. Yeah, we got to, uh, well, I got to celebrate the Greg Butler too. That was a real honour to be able yeah. to do that, I reckon, over two episodes in the Huru de Guru feature. Well, that brings me on to a bit of an impromptu one. Do you have an episode of the year? I have an episode? I was going to actually email, message you last night because I was going through. I thought, oh, episode of the year would be cool. Yeah, no, I don't mind that either. I'm going to go and glance down through my phone, I reckon, this one. Well, I, I had last, last month the Hack Shop Garage ones. I think that was a... That's definitely a big that was a, That was a cracker. The the fact the guys came up here and we got to sort of take them up to the lake and whatnot. But I just thought that was that episode was a good chat. Yeah. Uh, followed by the takeover rep. I thought that was. Oh no! Absolutely. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty, thank you. We can't. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We can't, re- we can't recap episodes without declaring that vital. You know. Yeah. Even vital to us being here now. Uh, another one, you know, if you want to talk about people travelling to be in our studio, it wasn't travelling to be in the studio, but the fact that we got Bruce Howie in the fucking yeah, studio yeah, yeah. with yeah, Dave, Brucey. with Dave, yeah. and Bruce and Dave Curtis yeah. interviewing each other, that yeah. was cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. there's been some really good moments. But I guess throwing a couple of intros to people, just making them do them on the fly, like the hack shop yeah. garage thing, getting, getting Nathan to kick the episode mm. up, that was a bit of fun. Uh, Evelyn coming in hot as Tracy Fisher. You know, cheers, buddy. Any memorable episodes for you, Scotty, Mr. Soundman? Oh, definitely the takeover. Takeover one? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, last week was good, the Hack Shop Boys. Yeah, if we go back, this year we've had uh, episode 37, we did Street Machine with Evelyn Wilson. It was a hoot. Episode 38, we had a Summonats chat with Nadine Clifford. 39, we had our twins in. Jamie and Dale. Yeah. I forgot about Nadine actually on that. Yeah. Was that this year? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm going back. It's um, 19th of Jan because it was a recap on Summer Oh, Hats. it wasn't a magazine. It was a Summer Nats there. Yeah, Summer right. Nats chat. Sorry, Nadine, I forgot to include you on our guest. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so I'm glad I'm looking through now. But um, we did a bonus drag challenge edition we called the one with Bruce and Dave. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, <laughs> it's the Bruce and Dave show. Um, we did Just Cars. Uh, geez, that's going to take me forever. That was in February. We did episode 41. We did Street Machine with Rusty. Uh, oh, Adrian Pepperell was another one too that pulled out of retirement with his Endeavour EH. Had a chat to him. Oh, yeah, that was the Roman <coughs> Moses here. Yeah. Yeah, birthday release, which we did March Magazine. Did our Street Speed Mayhem. So, yeah. But, you know, the like, live, yeah, the live, the one, live stuff started cool. up. Mm. You know, that's where it kicked off from, so. Yeah, we farewelled Australian street running. We bet he had Jack O'Hoolahan in. We had Lee. Street machine with Tracy again. <laughs> Episode 48. That was when you were on a, well, you were away, wasn't it? Mm, could have been. Yeah, the June one. The Rudy Gurus one and two. The Bash car. That, actually, that one's a highlight too. The EH. Brett Abrams, Telpo. Yep. The EH, EH celebration special, episode. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, this guy, there's a synchronicity there, but the fact that both Telf's parents had owned EHs, which was unknown till that moment. Yeah, just um, Simo back again, the takeover. Sandra Horn, that was really good too, mm-hmm. well received. Yeah. Pretty great to get some. And I was thinking about it today, it's good to get someone specific to the to what you're talking about, mm. you know, to get a, do, do a bloody street road review with yep. Sandra Horn was killer. And to know all the cars without even reading the book. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. With the chrome in the gold fields outside broadcast, that was cool, as. Cheers, Scotty, for coming along. It was a bit under weather that, um, that day. I wasn't real healthy, and a few days later, I came down with the spicy, COVID. spicy flu. Yeah. Knocked me out for a week and a half. Yeah, well, a couple of days after the buddy chrome in the goldfields, I just started ignoring my health until I knew I was right. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good practice. It's done me well for about four years. Um, so, yeah, if I had to go for a favourite episode, I guess, you know, I'd struggle like I do with favourite mm. fucking cars. Yeah. There's oh, just so many good moments. Hard. But to just read back through it and realise what we have actually done because – you know, you get bloody two weeks after an episode, you forget you even did it until mm. you sort of start to do a recap. So. Mm. No, it's um, been killer. Apart from that, anything else you've got to add on the recap front? Not necessarily. That was about it. I think I'm going to do one um, on the Roaming Moses side too. We're sort of working up another episode at the moment, so I'll do a little bit of a shout-out through there just for people who've been involved, but also for yourselves, you know, for Scotty, for your efforts. Thank you, mate. You know, for fucking AO here, fucking prepared to let this bloke just fucking run off every second weekend, mm. do whatever the fuck he wants. But <laughs> it seems to be all right. I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, cool. Know. I've got a, I've got something. Yeah. Shout out to Rusty, Josh Baldwin. He um, stepped up last week and came in and helped me out in the studio with a true crime interview, working with another podcaster. Yep. Um, we needed a Commodore expert, but we didn't go with the expert term. We went with enthusiast. Uh, yeah. But man, he nailed it. Yeah. Um, the interviewer had a series of early Commodores. Yep. Well, basically all the way through. And he just had to name the car. But not only did he name the car, he told <coughs> he gave the history of what happened that year with the with the Commodore, with Holden, yep. what made that 
he didn't even just say it was a VC. He was like, yeah, that's yeah. a VC <clears throat> SLE. Yeah. And why is that an SLE? And he just went into detail about it. And the yeah. interview was blown away. <clears throat> no, it's like, really good. It couldn't have gone any better. Probably yeah. was. It was like an hour hour interview. Yeah. And when it comes to crunch, it might be a couple of seconds of audio yeah. that will get used. It'll yeah. depend on how that podcast goes because it's a scripted, scripted serial. Yeah, podcast. But it actually created an opportunity for me to reach out and go, well, who is our Commodore expert? And especially around Bathurst type stuff. And yeah, we've got a good special guest joining us in January um, to basically, yeah, go through a bit of Bathurst, a few um, five litre variants, things like that. So that'd be really interesting. And just an old friend from back in the day. I think we were at primary school together, mate. You know, so yeah. Any idea when when that podcast? No idea. Could actually be a year or so because yep. it's it's a bit involved. Yeah, have like a lot of interviews to do, a lot of people to. Um. Well, he was saying that people don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah, because the nature of the the subject. Yeah. Too um. Too painful for them. Too much trauma around it. Yeah. So he struggled with that a little bit, um, and finding the right guest and the right. Experts, yeah. So, hmm. and then you know, it's it's a part time thing for him too. So, it, um, interesting. Yeah, hmm. it's an interesting subject. I, I haven't hmm. signed an NDA, so I can probably talk about it, but I won't just to just to build it up a little bit. But it's an interesting little crime that happened in New South Wales, Bathurst area, yeah, some years ago. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Um, we could probably move on to music chat. Yeah, you know, we can do that. Music chat. <laughs> it still, still cracks me up. Uh, well, I've actually, yeah, I've got the new usual music chat, but I've also got a, a, a category artist of the year, ah. which we'll get to, but, hey. um, well, music for me this week, we went and saw your mate. The uh, great and powerful Dave Grohl. <laughs> Praise, <laughs> Praise Dave. <laughs> hey, well, he's, he came out after the concert and fed the homeless with his, with, uh, with what's his name, Nats, what I reckon, uh, yeah. slow cooked awesome. meat or something. But anyway, what you think of him aside, far out, man. That was one of the best concerts I've seen. Good seats where you were? Oh, we were up to back, but it didn't really matter. Nah. It was. Um, so I'd have to DNA test the food. It was <laughs> that, that's the other white meat. <laughs> um, like from they started at about two minutes past eight. They like they were scheduled for eight o'clock start. They, he virtually came out reefing on his guitar, bang on about eight oh one, eight oh two, and they stopped playing at ten forty five. They had a little bit of an encore break for maybe five minutes. They didn't. They just didn't stop. Like Josh Freeze earned his money. He's a fuck. He's a talent. Oh man, he he earned his coin. I, during the Hawkins tribute concert, I pinged him straight away. I'm like, if Josh Freeze doesn't get the gig because he just nailed every oh, song that he did. Man, he like they they really didn't do him very downbeat. Like there was only a couple of downbeat times where he probably could have had a bit of a rest. Like it was fairly much yeah. pedal to the metal all night. Um, 
in like in particular, I noticed uh, like we were basically watching the screens because where we were sitting, you could you could still see the stage, but it was better off watching the screen. But um, I think it was yeah, the second last song went for a little while. It was it's off their new album. It's probably not my favorite song, but there was a bit there at the end, and and I've never look. I, I say I've never seen the Foo Fighters before, but I've got a funny feeling I've seen them at a big day out, maybe in 2000 or something, but I wasn't really into them then. I don't remember it, mm-hmm. so I can say this is the first time I've seen it. Like, their their songs sound very much like their album, except more raunch, more grunts, um, more raw, and then they always drag out a bit at the end. Like, they just cut sick. You know, Dave will be strumming on the guitar, and the drum will be doing some massive fill at the end, and it was brilliant. There was this the song, um, the teacher, Josh, and I, and you could feel it because that it to start off with the first couple of songs, the sound was real muddy and mushy. I thought, oh, that's just where we're sitting, but they actually cleared it up, and it after about the third song, it sounded fucking brilliant. And anyway, this song at the end, it just, it's just a whole heap of noise. Like Dave's just cracking out on the guitar, full heavy distortion. Pat's just cracking away on the guitar. Everyone's going ballistic. Josh Freeze is doing this machine gun double kick thing. Yeah. And he's hitting cymbals. And Dave's just in front of him, head down, hair banging away. And you can see Josh is looking at him going, when can I, when can I stop doing this? <laughs> and he's just going <laughs> on the double kick and it, it, you could see like Dave's not even looking at him. He's just <laughs> headbanging. He's got hair going. He's strumming on his guitar and you could tell. And look, I don't know whether it was on purpose or what, but it's, I got the feeling that he'd had enough of this machine gun double kick and he just went to a completely different beat. Yeah. He took control. He took control and just said, nah, this, my yeah. legs have had it. <laughs> And they finished that and went straight into Everlong. <laughs> and like, like, I'm not fun. a I'm not a drummer, <laughs> but that is a fucking intense song <laughs> for a drummer to play. Yeah, like that is full on. And he's gone straight from that. Like yeah. like literally no break. They just said, "Come out!" Said you know they finished that song. Thanks, Melbourne. You've been great. This is our last song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I'm thinking, far out, man. <laughs> Josh is going straight to bed tonight. <laughs> and, and to be fair, Josh is like, he's mostly known for his session work. So, you know, in the studio doing well, session work, he got time to stop and start and I have knew, a break, but not there. I, I knew him as the, as the drummer from Offspring. Yeah. And then Dave goes, you know, they did a bit of a band intro and, um, you know, everyone says, you don't know Josh Freeze, well... This motherfucker has played on every goddamn album you ever heard in the last 20 years, and he's rattling off. He played with Devo, uh, all these other bands. It's like, yeah, well, I just knew him from Offspring. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's a freak. Yeah. And like, yeah, man, it was it was just good. I just love watching good musicians. Mm. Um, as a, what's, what's Ricky Bobby's dad say? As a semi-professional musician myself amateur musician myself i know i can just really appreciate good musos um and yeah i could just sit and watch them all night and the the thing i noticed too i was saying to someone else like foo fighters started out as dave Grohl, like that was it the first foo fighters album was just him yeah that was it everything it's still very much just dave Grohl Mm. with with the band they're all the Food Fighters, obviously, but none of the other band 
they don't really interact with the crowd. Like Dave's running all over the place. I mean, he, he's a showman. He he just looks at the crowd and they go fucking ballistic. Um, might be that demonic powers. Yeah, he's, he's using. Moment, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just it was just good to watch. It was just great to see. Um, and like there was one song there. I can't remember what it was, but the whole the whole stadium. They just stopped playing. The whole stadium was singing. Sing along. Like that like the whole stadium. That that's hair on the back of your neck type yeah. stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It was you get the crowd. Times like was it times like these? I can't remember. Um shout out to a perfect circle in the song Noose. Because we did they did that, they pulled out at bloody um festival hall. They stopped playing and every the crowd just kept singing. Yeah, but, it's uh, just, we were out the front for twenty minutes before one of our group would speak. Like yeah. everyone was just trying to hold that last fucking moment. You it, was, know? it was really good. There was a, there was a bit of a freaky moment there that he, I think it was the song Aurora. He's, I think he said, now this is, uh, this is this was Taylor. We play this every night because it was Taylor's favorite song, Foo Fighters song. And he said, you know, I, I can't, I can't look at a bird without thinking of Taylor. And they started playing it, and fair without a word of lie, all these fucking birds just flew over the stadium. And everyone's looking, going up, and next minute you see Dave going yep. like this. And they just kept coming back. It yeah. was the first time, like they could have been doing it all night, but it was the first time I noticed it. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, okay, they've got someone on the roof, you know, letting <laughs> pigeons out. At least the doves. But uh, no, they were just fucking seagulls or whatever, but they just happened to fly across at the start of this song, and that was pretty cool. But um, the band, we didn't see the very first band. But the second band, I'd never heard of them. They were pretty good. Teen Jesus and the Gene Teasers. Great, great name. <laughs> great name for an old, 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 old chick band. Yep. And they were really good. I, I quite enjoyed them. Um, but, yeah, it was a good night. Good night. Um, and then I think they did it on Wednesday as well. So Yeah. They did. Yep. But, uh, yeah. No. Two thumbs up for the Foo Fighters concert. It was good. But apart from that, I've been listening to a band called The Third Secret. No, that way. They're not thumbs. That way. They're not not thumbs. (laughs) (laughs) Two opposing digits. Um, (laughs) I don't know whether anyone's heard The Third Secret, but it's uh, Kim Thiel Thiel from Soundgarden, Matt Cameron on drums, and the other guy from Nirvana. No, but Chris Novoselic. Yeah. And they get different chicks singing with them. Yeah, right. It's pretty good. That's good. Don't mind it. Apart from that, that's about it. I did enjoy your um, video last night that you put up on Facebook, mm. Malevolence. Yeah, no, it's a good track. Well, that track that, was... That brings me to uh, Artist of the Year and that's uh, oh, there you mal- go. Malevolence for me. Yeah. That was the find of the year, that. Yeah. All thanks to Knotfest. Um, your top Spotify songs? Yeah, I didn't do My it. My top didn't Spotify was, was, I don't know, I'd... I'd my top Spotify said Post Malone. Yeah. And Chemical was my f- top song, but I've certainly played Laugh It Off more than I've played Chemical. Interesting. And I've s- probably played Malevolence more than I've played Post Malone. Yeah, that's what I sort of wonder when I think I'd, when I did it last time, I thought it didn't ring true for Like, me. I mean, I've certainly listened to Post Malone. That new album I flogged for yeah. months. Yep. But I, was, I learned Laugh It Off on guitar. So you would have been listening. So to I was it. listening to that far more than Chemical. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Malevolence was second, I think, or Limp Biscuit. I can't remember. I did have a screenshot of it here somewhere. I think. 
Uh, do, 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 do. Mine was sleep token. Oh, summoning. Yes. Yeah. That's a highlight. That's probably my highlight for this year, the the sleep token concert. Yep. And Yeah, that would have been all right, I reckon. Mm. Uh, the raps are the rap's gone by the looks of it. But yeah, I th- think it was um actually it'll be on my Facebook, I reckon. I just thought it was a bit interesting that the the artists and all that were sort of there, but um I wouldn't have picked them as You're not sharing your account with Steph or no one else is listening through that account? Uh, yeah, I've got a family account, but they've all got their own profiles. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, where is it? Here we go. Top artists, Post Malone, Limp Biscuit, Malevolence, Metallica, and Foo Fighters, which is probably right because yep. uh, Metallica, Foo Fighters, Post Malone, Malevolence all had new albums and I... And Limp Biscuit, I just rediscovered this year, so I flogged them a fair bit. Top songs, Break Stuff. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, as I said, it uh, probably reflects the year that was in my work. It's <laughs> fucking sh- it, was, <laughs> it was a shit year of work. Um, on Broken Glass, just like this, Even Flow and like Chemical is number five, which is a bit strange, but. Um, mm. Top podcast. Oh, look at this. Top podcast, Never Late was number four. (laughs) (laughs) What was number one, Rogan? Um, Armchair. 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 Joe Rogan was second, which, again, I find quite funny because I only really listen to Rogan if there is somebody there that that I want to listen to. So I'm the same. F1 with DRS was third and the Red Flags podcast was fifth. Um, so yeah, I don't know Spotify. I don't know. I don't know whether there's a bit of um, the algorithm's a bit fucked. We'll get this. Manipulated. Get this right. I didn't do a wrapped. I didn't do a Spotify wrapped. And while we're sitting here fucking talking, I get an email Rap? saying unwrap merch from your top artists. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Shop your 2023 wrapped. Your merch picks all wrapped up. Spotify wrapped. But then they've put me down for ZZ Top. And it says ZZ Rocker White Socks. I can buy some chili socks. Yeah, right. Okay. Which means I must have been listening to a fair bit of ZZ Top and the Chili Peppers. And mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense. They're, they're listening. Yeah, oh, definitely. They know what's but going I mean, it's just weird that I yeah. barely ever get emails from Spotify. And then, now, oh, hang on a second, this bloke needs He's to talking buy about some it. merch. Quick. Send him something. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just don't know. Like it's it's always all about money and promotion, but you know it's just funny that in that raps all of a sudden there's a thank you video from Post Malone, like he's obviously recorded it. But yeah, like I said, no doubt I've listened to Austin his new album a lot. Mm. Um, Are you disappointed you didn't get to spilt milk to see him? Oh uh, no, I probably would have preferred just to go see him in Melbourne. Yeah, my son went. He said it was. He said it was brilliant. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just a big big fan of Posty. I like what he does. He goes all right. He spits out the turn a bit country. He, he doesn't give a fuck. He just he does, does what he wants. He t- it's exactly right. And I think that's what I like about him. Yeah. Like he's not pop. He's not this. Like he can play the fuck out of guitar. Like he is a really, really, really good guitar player. Yeah. Um, I think he sort of dabbled in metal before he got famous. Like mm-hmm. he's a real metal head. I think he's a metalhead in general. Yep. Um, 
but that uh, that country song, I, was, I can't remember what it was called, with him on it, I, I like it. <laughs> I don't know what it was called. I shared it to the group the other week. But yeah, top songs, yeah, break stuff, I had that on repeat for a lot. It was just, yeah, crank the shit out of it. Because, I mean, it's a fucking good song. Mm. I saw some footage of um, them doing it in Melbourne, good things, like everyone's going off. It would have been good to see. I would have liked to have gone to see him. If I hadn't have been the Foo Fighters on that Monday, I probably would have gone to Good Things just to see, yeah, just to see Limp Bizkit. It's I just think the, the cost of well, it is festival is getting yeah out of control. Like even like I, I was pretty keen to go and see Iron Maiden, but you know, one hundred and seventy bucks or something. Yeah, when when you can pay two forty, two forty to go. To go to Knotfest, you know, yeah, and I find more value in that. Like, yeah, I think like last year's Knotfest was like two hundred or two twenty, so it's gone up a smidge. But mm. you know, I come out of that with Malevolence as being one of my top top bands now. Yep. And you wouldn't have bought a ticket to Malevolence without going. Probably not. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know any Malevolence. The only reason we saw Malevolence yeah. is because the. I, I can't remember, it was Bad Wolves. I think they were meant to open and Malevolence actually opened the show because yeah. something happened to Bad Wolves. So Malevolence was next. So they actually came out and opened the show. Yeah. And we were just standing there. Well, and I was standing there with Polky and I think they played that broken glass and I looked at Polky and said, fuck hell, how good was that? They <laughs> um, got you. Oh, it got me, yeah. No, I'm due for one of them moments, I reckon. I definitely didn't have enough live music in my ear. But Tyler Childers is probably one of the artists I'll shout out. Um, yeah. A bit more of a country feel, but yeah, country soul sort of stuff. Country, I don't know. To. I mean, I'm not a country fan by any stretch, but it seems to be having a bit of a resurgence. Alternative like. country is a pretty broad fucking demographic, you know. Yeah, like you say, country soul, it's got yeah. even sort of R&B type. Yeah, feel to it. Some of it. Well, that's it. They just lose me when they, they start singing about, about ma- fucking they just say to people about boots. metal. When people would say to me, "I hate heavy metal," I said, "No, which, you just haven't found your fucking song yet." Know, which particular <laughs> genre do you hate? Which <laughs> subgenre of yeah. heavy metal? It's quite wide. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, everyone just associates it now with the old. Rah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, that's well, that's not even metal now. That's screamo. <laughs> screamo. <laughs> I would have thought that had to be pitched a bit higher than the Cookie Monster. Yeah, I don't be know. Screamo, but, so that's you know. the death metal's Cookie Monster. Yeah. Norwegian death metal or, or black metal. Norwegian it, black is metal. Is the scream. <laughs> Fucking shout out King Diamond. Hope you're having a great Christmas. I love that guy. Um, but I did find a song by King Diamond, a Christmas song. So I might have to, um, what is it? Uh, I don't know, Corn had kidnapped the Sandy Claws. That's not a bad one because they did that for the. Jack Skeleton movie. I keep forgetting about this playing a few seconds of music just in case no one's heard. Let me just find um, a few few bars of oh, on broken glass. Well, I'm connected to the Bluetooth. I can do it through my phone if, if I'd load mine. Just Spotify. Just up. do the, the intro bit on to on broken glass before they start singing because that that is what got me that riff live. And that beat, that's what that's what got me hooked. Yeah. This could be quite loud, so strap in. <laughs> <laughs> Play loud, okay.
don't know, there's just something about this when it gets into the, the real riff. It's very, there's lots of riffs in this. This bit here. Good yeah, sound. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Just, uh, yeah. And anything else? Well, we're pushing the limits yeah, of copyright. Yeah, can you pull? <laughs> yeah, no, no presents for Christmas. No presents for Christmas. By King Diamond. I can't recommend where we're going to play it from and to. <laughs> What's the one you sent me yesterday? Pearl Jam doing Jingle Bells, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> it's only the music. Oh, okay. Is that Kevin Buddy Wilson? <laughs> we might have to skip for. There we go. <laughs> Sounds like Axel Rose. Actually, they had a new uh, song on the release radar yesterday. I want the vocals. Okay, hang on. <laughs> Who's that? King Diamond. I've been listening to a bit of Merciful Fate, like his early stuff, and like the low and then he goes to this the stupid high notes all the time yeah but it's a haunting high like you know, it doesn't have to be low and guttural to yeah. be scary like and know. that early merciful fate's quite progressive too some yeah. of the shit they d- did was like fucking grim reaper were another one of my favorite pitchy bands back in the day but nah king diamond merciful check fate. them out yeah look up the album melissa scotty yeah melissa's a good one uh, Music. no besides besides the the usual stuff again. I've been um, streaming some. I've been hooked on the cult documentaries. Mm-hmm. Last month I've been nuts on the cult documentaries. As in the cult, the band? No. As in, as in cults. Cult. All the different cults. Fucking some crazy shit out there, mate. No, fucking no theories. I just... Most of my podcasts are crazy shit. You know, yeah. It's all sort of true crime. They go uh, into yeah. the... Um, was it... As a sneakerhead, there's um, there's the Nike something or other that are worth squillions of dollars now because some cult warm. Was it the Waco yep. cult? No, that was the Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate, that's yeah. right. The Heaven's Gate Nikes. You see, you look them up on eBay and see how much they're worth. Yeah, right. They look like fucking cheap old barter Velcro <laughs> things from the 80s, but they are worth squillion dollars because Nike stopped making them after that happened because they got pretty heavily because they were all in the same uniform they're all in those nikes when they yeah yeah it's oh i don't know man fucking cults found one the other day to um on guard which is um, by the true crime australia podcast which is just interviewing prison guards yeah okay yeah no there's been some really good stuff in amongst that yeah i've got um i've got something for you um, I don't think we're in trouble for copyright for this. But I don't think anybody's that many people are listening. <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna be, listening. <laughs> they're going to be uh, enforcing any, anything. <laughs> I know what you're doing. We are Marvel. Yeah, but, you know, you're Marvel licensed by Fox. It's like if the Beatles were produced by Nickelback. <laughs> it's music, 
but it sucks. Hey, that's it. I'm done. I've had it with all this Nickelback hating, right? You think that makes you cool with the cool kids in school, Fred? No, it just it, makes me right. It doesn't. They're overproduced, formulaic, ear garbage. Oh, really? You know who might disagree with that? Facts. <laughs> 50 million albums worldwide. 11th best-selling musical act of all time. Billboard's most successful rock group of the last decade. Six Grammy nominations, 12 Juno Awards. Those count. Six Billboard Music Awards, two American Music Awards, one People's Choice Award, Canadian, and a partridge in a pear tree sorry i thought we were just having fun i didn't realize it was you a know, you were um you gotta say you were nicer as a kid tired of living like a mind man sick of sight of well a sense of feeling this is how you remind me this is how you remind me of what i really am this is how you remind me of what Anyway, so that's uh, so, for, for the dead the listener who had no concept of what was going on there. It's um an uh, adult uh, Fred Savage and Deadpool recreating <laughs> the the bedtime story scene from Princess Bride. I've never seen Princess Bride, so you wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> so it was all a bit irrelevant. But um, basically, yeah, Nickelback legends. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's probably about it, is it? Yeah, Our I think Twenty twenty three wrap up. Yeah, that's it. Merry Christmas to all. Hope Fat Man um, bees good. I was going to say comes down the chimney, but I won't. I hope the Fat Man brings <laughs> you fat toys. <laughs> oh, that doesn't even sound right either. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you in twenty four sometime. It. Absolutely. And coming up beyond this one, probably in a fortnight, it'll be that other next roaming Moses, and then we'll. Look into the year and see what we're doing for January. Mm. Ah, cool as. Everybody enjoy the Christmas. This Cheers. Bloke, this bloke doesn't even get those two weeks of holidays because people are still jacking off horses in New Zealand. Mm. So I don't actually get the uh, yeah, two weeks break. I've got a bit of none for me either. I've got a couple of, well, couple seem, of days seeming. off. You're cancelling your order? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, some house work to be doing. Yeah. I've got some house moving to be doing. I've got to go and oil my deek. Ah. Mm-hmm. Trim the bushes around it, make it look bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to uh, be pulling out from the house removals to turn up at the uh, Ballarat Street Mate 2.0. So. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely it's on the I'm on the calendar to go, but um, yeah, the, hopefully the long-range weather forecasts change. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, you were taking your car home last night to put it away before it rained. I was enjoying the fact that I still had mine out while it was raining. <laughs> Honestly, if I had different wheels on it, it probably wouldn't bother no, me. But they, those fucking <laughs> wheels, if they get wet, they're just going to be yeah, a nightmare. <laughs> my, clean, my car was as clean as yours. I wouldn't fucking drive it. So yeah. there you go. Apart but, from that, yeah, if, if, it probably wouldn't bother me really to drive it in the rain. But yeah. I just, it just even after you know a day of driving around, the the dust and shit that gets on, and because the you know, the gaps in the the you know the three spoke yeah, wheels, yeah, yeah. just anyway, never mind, just car any, things. Any yeah. Everest updates? Ah, oh, fuck no. It's supposed to be. It was supposed to be here on Tuesday, but still in transit to dealer. Anyone from Ford Australia get this bloke yeah. a fucking car, would you? Fuck's sake, Ford. Yeah, Hopefully it'll be arriving this week. I don't know. I might get it before Christmas. Who the fuck knows? I have ordered some new tyres for the beast, though. Got some. 
well, I think they equate to just over 32-inch tyres, I think, two. Seven, two to seven, five, sixty-five, oh, yeah. eighteen. So going up a bit on the factory ones, I thought, well, yep. I wanted to do it at some stage, and I thought, well, you know, Justin, plug shout out to Justin down at Dalton Clark in, yeah. in in Mare Street. Um, he, uh, you know, given their brand new tyres, he, he he does a you know give me some trading on the on the new old tyres. So yeah. they're on order. So when once the car gets here, I'll take it straight down there. Doldies and he can take the new tires off, put the new tires on, and yep. be ready. I just, I just wanted to change them before we sort of we heading up north, and I wanted to get off the track a little bit. And I, I don't really trust these car-like tires yeah. they're putting on four-wheel drives yeah. nowadays. I've actually ordered the same tires that are on the Jeep, the Max Maxus Razors. So, yeah, um, they're getting a good wrap. Yeah, uh, very cool. They're a little bit bigger than the ones on the Jeep, but um, yeah, no, it's awesome. Bigger car, so yeah. Looking forward to getting it if it does eventually show up. Yeah. It's in Melbourne, that's all I know. Oh, well, there you go. Can it's, it's, it's docked, oh, docked about two weeks ago. So, um, yeah, Cliffs Ford saying here yeah, they've got about 114 cars due to arrive at their dealership from these. I think there's three or four boats that yeah. arrived. So yeah. It's yeah. in there somewhere. I don't know. Australia just, Post too lift your fucking game. I've mailed out a heap of invoices and they turned up a month after they hit the mail. Mm, that's nothing. That's not reason. ideal for small business. Go no. digital, mate. Yeah, it's the email. Okay, this is me dad, though. You know, he's oh, got to okay. take the paper versions off me to write them in his ledger and just because he's fucking oh, heading towards 80 doesn't ledger. mean that he can't just exist in yeah, business. Yeah. You know, you've got to find them workarounds. So yeah. Yeah, don't, don't put him in front of a computer. Things will go real wrong. Yeah, shout out to Paul White, MOR accounts. He's awesome. Fucking to see him finds our workarounds whenever we need them. No, mm. all good. All right. Happy to call it. Catch you. We wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> We should have learned, uh, and so this is Christmas, perhaps. Hey. One, two, three. No, <laughs> not at All I want for Christmas. <laughs> Let's stay in it. <laughs>